Welcome to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. Your host has lived an off-grid, sustainable lifestyle for over 20 years. His homestead is run on solar energy. He has an earth shelter greenhouse and produces much of his own food. And all of this takes place in the middle of the forest in Colorado. Now, let's join Patrick, the man that not only teaches the skills of sustainable living, but lives that life every day. Hello everyone, my name is Patrick Keith, and I am your host for the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. Now, obviously this podcast is about sustainable living, but you may be asking why I decided to call it the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. Well, that has a lot to do with the fact that I have actually lived 100% off the grid for over 20 years. I power my homestead with solar energy, and all of this at almost 10,000 feet elevation. And I can tell you from personal experience during those years that I have had many, many adventures creating this sort of a lifestyle for myself and my family. And this is part of what I wanted to share with my listeners. But I also recognize the fact that The way I choose to live is not really for everyone. However, I do believe that sustainable living can, in fact, be for everyone. We all recognize that there is so much talk these days about climate change, global warming, reducing your carbon footprint, renewable energy, buying local, reduce, reuse, recycle, etc. And maybe at some point, we have become so desensitized to such topics because it is so commonplace. It's more or less like one of those commercials that you hear over and over again that it gets to a point to where you start to ignore it. Well, I would encourage you to not ignore such topics because sustainable living practices are actually extremely important. And just as I've had many adventures living off the grid, what I want to do is bring to you the many and diverse topics of sustainable living in more or less a lighthearted manner and share with you that this lifestyle is not only plausible, but it can also be an adventure in living, learning, and perhaps even making a difference for yourself, your family, and even future generations. What I really truly want to bring to the table in this podcast is not just another talk on sustainable living, but I want to show you what a fun, exciting, productive, and enlightening adventure that a sustainable lifestyle can actually be. Yes, I will discuss climate change, global warming, renewable energy, permaculture, recycling, etc., because I think these are all extremely important topics. But I also want to share with you how I managed to create my own sustainable living lifestyle. Although I have gone so far as to live off the grid, that is not what I expect all of my listeners to do. But I will show you, by example that I practice the very things that I teach, and I do, in fact, live in a sustainable manner every day. 
Is my lifestyle the perfect example of sustainable living? No, it is not. But I continue to improve my practices and I continue to learn and I can guarantee you after 20 plus years of doing this, I am still learning things about living off the grid and living sustainably. At this point, I'd really like to share with you a little bit about myself and how I came to be where I am. I actually grew up in northern Georgia and in southeastern Tennessee. There were two working farms in my family, and from a very early age, I learned gardening, animal husbandry, home food preservation, hunting, fishing, as well as many of the other aspects of self-sufficiency and sustainable living. But you know, at the time, we never really talked about sustainability because it truly was the way that we lived every day. When I turned 18, I moved to Colorado, and after about six or seven years of doing anything and everything, except being committed to a goal, I finally decided, I finally realized that it was in my best interest to go back to school. I started um, pursuing a biology degree um, at the University of Colorado and eventually entered veterinary school. And after um, nine years of school, I finally graduated with a doctorate in veterinary medicine. One year out of school, I purchased 46 acres in the mountains um, southwest of Denver. And at the time that I purchased this property, it was so rural that even basic utility services were just not available. And on top of that, after nine years of school, I was so poor, I could not afford to pay the land mortgage and pay rent um, for, you know, to have a place to live while I built my first cabin. Part of this was really because I found the kind of property that I really truly wanted and there wasn't a whole lot of forethought and planning about it so I kind of went out on a limb financially but um, anyway that's another story but um, believe it or not I actually ended up living in a 200 square foot tent for about six months while I was harvesting timber off the land to uh, build the log cabin. It was fairly difficult living for a number of years but I built a root cellar for refrigeration, I had gas lanterns for lighting, and I became extremely creative um, as far as learning to live without any electricity. Some, um, some years later, I eventually took a, an intensive course on solar design and installation. I returned to the property and installed um, a fairly extensive solar array. But uh, by that time, <clears throat> I had built a second cabin, and both of these cabins were had already been wired for electricity. And once the solar array was installed, I had full electricity, and I was finally able to have a refrigerator and freezer. And by the way, that refrigerator and freezer, it's um, they're high efficiency appliances, and both of those appliances running 24 hours a day actually use less electricity than a 24 uh, than a than a 100 watt light bulb. Um, so pretty 
pretty amazing high-efficiency appliances. Um, anyway, after the solar array, then came the 600-square-foot greenhouse, earth-sheltered greenhouse, and uh, then the chicken barn and a couple of other projects. So years into this project of living on this property, it was kind of interesting to see the attitude of my friends and family and how how that changed because they went from thinking I was completely nuts to wishing they had the same kind of place. So you see, I do actually practice what I teach. And I think um, this is such an important topic that I decided to develop this podcast. And that's the reason I developed this podcast. Because I realized my off-grid lifestyle may not be for everyone, but sustainable living can, in fact, be for everyone. Um, In fact, um, one thing I want to point out, that if some of you think that the way that I live is completely implausible and unlikely, and you really truly want to know the nitty-gritty of how I live the way I do, then visit my blog, which is called Off Grid Living News, and it can be found at offgridlivingnews.com. And by all means, uh, visit the blog, sign up for my email list, and absolutely go to my About Me page, because this is where you will get a much more in-depth story about myself and where I came from, Um, at least much more than what I can really go into um, here at this time. Um, You know, I can remember when I was in my early teenage years, I first started hearing about, uh, hearing some talk about climate change and global warming. And being the curious person that I was, I started reading about it because I just simply thought it was an interesting topic. But right now, I am almost ashamed to admit that at the time, I thought to myself, well, I will never likely see those kinds of things in my lifetime. And all I can say, folks, is here we are. Here we are now, and it is truly all very real. Yes, Sustainable living is about saving the planet. But I also want to share with you that I spent many years working in third world countries uh, in various hospitals and universities. And it took me a long time to realize that I could do that kind of work for the rest of my life. I could spend years working and trying to make positive changes and you know, I could spend the rest of my life basically trying to save the world, if you will. And I was never, ever really going to even scratch the surface. So I am not proposing that you reach out to try and save the world. But I am proposing that sustainable living can, in fact, have a direct effect on your daily life And adopting such practices can not only improve your lifestyle, but you can share those practices with other people. And eventually, if we all did such a thing, we could actually make a difference for ourselves and for future generations. But when it comes to sustainable living, 
there are really truly so many diverse topics to discuss it's so in-depth uh, more so than simply recycling and planting a garden and so forth. Um, there is something in under this umbrella of sustainable living that actually applies to every single one of us. Sustainable living can actually be related to almost any sort of personal interest of yours. For, um, for example, uh, among other things, I'm an active scuba diver. And I'm actually a certified instructor. And for those of you who who are more interested in the oceans, then I want to look at topics relating to that. I want to talk to marine biologists and bring in other scientists and discuss how our sustainable living practices, or lack thereof, affects the health of our oceans. For those of you more interested in wildlife, Then I want to bring in wildlife experts and examine environmental changes and how that affects habitat and how sustainable living can change that. And for those of you who live solely in the city, who may be thinking, this podcast is not for me, maybe you even live in a high-rise apartment, I want to show you that I can bring sustainable living practices right into your living room. I want to show you that, yes, it is even possible to put sustainable living practices into your life every day, even if you live in the city. And even for those that already have gardens, maybe you're even raising much of your own food, I want to discuss topics to help you improve and enrich your lifestyle as well. My goal here, folks, is to make this a fun learning adventure. My goal is also to make you doubt the way you live now. My goal here is to inform, teach, enlighten, and encourage you to put sustainable practices into every corner of your life. Now, that being said, I also realize that this may be a little intimidating for some, because most people are going to right away think that this is going to require some significant changes in their life. But what you have to realize is I have been doing this for over 20 years. It was a conscious decision to live the way that I do. And there are truly so many things I did to get where I am today, which um, I will certainly talk about in some future episodes. But sustainable living is really just it's a lifestyle choice it's not and that's how you have to think about it it's not a destination it's just a way that that you choose to live but I got there by simply changing one thing at a time Um, and over a period of time you know I was living off the grid and um, certainly living very very much in a sustainable way so what I want to do today is I want to leave you with one simple challenge. Or actually, let's make that two challenges. So if I can um, diverge for just one moment, and I'll circle around and get back to what your challenges are. But I'm certain that most of you have heard numerous things about the problem with plastic products and recycling. And However, I really just want to talk to you for a minute about plastic bags in particular. 
And let me give you a few statistics um, that I found. Americans use 100 billion plastic bags every year, which requires about 12 million barrels of oil to manufacture. The average American family takes home 1,500 plastic bags every year, and only 1% of those actually gets recycled. And about 80% of the plastic that enters the ocean actually comes from the land. Now, these are just a few of the startling statistics that I came across. And, you know, it's one thing to make statements like this, but it's another thing altogether when you actually see the results of all of this firsthand. Then it makes a really strong impression on you. And, for example, a couple years ago, I went to Honduras to do some advanced um, scuba diving training, and I was there for six weeks. And one of the things that we were required to do as divers to complete the program was to dedicate one day to environmental cleanup. And since the island of Utila is fairly small, um, what we were required to do was to go to one of the local beaches and clean up trash. So we were in a group of about 20 people, and um, we picked up an enormous amount of trash and 95% of that trash was plastic. And the startling thing is that we really only picked up a very, very small portion of what was actually there. So did you know that 800 million metric tons of plastic enters the ocean every year? And it is estimated that by the year 2050, there will be more plastic in the oceans than fish. Now that is really truly startling to think about. So all of these things being said, I hope I've gotten your attention a little bit. So here's your challenge. So for the next two weeks, do not use a single plastic bag. And the easiest place to start is to just stop using plastic bags when you go to the supermarket. If you don't have recyclable um Uh, grocery bags then purchase them and you can also many supermarkets are also now offering the reusable mesh produce bags so for the next two weeks use no plastic no plastic bags and especially when you go to the supermarket that's challenge number one challenge number two talk someone else into doing the same thing so that's it There's your two challenges. All right, folks, I'm going to start wrapping this up for today. I really, truly um, appreciate you taking the time to listen to this introductory episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you would sign up for the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. And not only that, go to my blog, Off Grid Living News and that's offgridlivingnews.com and sign up for my email list there. There's a ton of other information on the blog, of course. It's a little bit different type of information. And not only sign up for the podcast and sign up for my blog, but return for my next exciting episode. And what I want to approach in this next episode is that if you think 
implementing sustainable living practices into your life is, is difficult. I want to talk about several different countries who have implemented sustainable practices for the entire country. And it's really quite startling and amazing the things that these countries have accomplished uh, relative to what we can do in the United States and, of course, what we're not doing in the United States. So I hope you will join me in my next episode. And for now, folks, this is Patrick, your host for the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast, signing off. I will see you folks next time.